0: Well, um, how does one discover purpose? I don't want to say you know you start reading books and stuff like <laughs> that because really, um, so the truth of the matter is that you cannot discover your purpose by being outside of Him who created you. Wow! Yes, yes. Now yes. here's the thing: if you look at the book of um Psalm in the Bible, Psalm 40 verse seven. Yes, sir. The Bible says, "Follow." I come, for in the volume of the books, yes. it is written of me mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. your will. Yes. In other words, what that means is that the writer of that particular passage is saying, I came because you wrote something about me. Mm. In other words, yes. I am here because I was sent. Mm-hmm. In other mm-hmm. words, I am here because before I got here, you had a reason for me yes. to be here. So how do you discover purpose? You cannot know the the need of a thing unless you go read the manual of that thing. Mm. So how do you discover purpose? You go back to the person that created you. Because the person that created you obviously and clearly has the reason for your being here. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is what you do. You cannot discover purpose, you know, by reading books primarily. You can discover a semblance of your passion... Yes. And the things that you like to do, but ultimately purpose discovery is in God and in mm. God alone, mm. you know, so that's, that's the thing. So how do you do it? You go to God who created you and say, God, I know you made me for a reason. Mm. Why did you make me? Why did you send me here on earth? Yes. If I can get some clarity on that, I would really appreciate that. And I think every (laughs) human being should do that at some point. Because we have a lot of people who are frustrated. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's nothing as annoying as having everything seemingly together. You know, having your lips, hips, fingertips, you know, tall, dark and handsome. Everything working (laughs) for you. But you yourself know that on the inside, there is a deep hole. Mm -hmm. A gaping hole. That can only be fueled by you discovering why you are on earth. There's a story that I had from um, a, 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 a teacher of the world one time, an apologist yes. he, who is late now. He, he said that the, that particular woman that he referenced in that story woke up one morning to find that the husband had taken his life. Hmm. You know, wow. um, um, but, but when the man, and, and she said the man was a, a very accomplished medical doctor who had won awards and things like that. But the man, before taking his life, wrote a a note to her. And in that note, a few of the things that he wrote, which this preacher referenced, that stood out for me were some of the words along the lines of Um, life is no longer making meaning to me. Mm, In other mm, words, mm. I have all of these things around me. Everybody is saying, you know, you are all together. Everything is working well for you. You know, you have attained the peak of your career and everything. But I feel empty. So I have to take my life. I have to leave this this state because the pressure is too Too much. much. That is what happens when the purpose of a thing is not known. known. You know, you know, you know it's very interesting. You say that you know many times we have, and this is, uh,
1: I'm talking about the younger generations, the uh, the Gen Y, y x yeah, yeah. and all that. The people in their twenties and thirties, and even in their early forties. And it's this uh, I call it the rat race. Right, right. You know the rat race. Basically, mm-hmm. it's, it's the rat in the machine. He keeps mm-hmm. on going. He's exercising, but he's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. The more effort he puts, he's still in the same place. Mm-hmm. So there's this rat race mentality amongst mm-hmm. young people. And Most people we believe that when I hammer, right. I will feel satisfaction. Right. You know, I used to say this. numerous. is a very popular. That it is better to cry in a Lamborghini than to cry under the brain <laughs> So people tell you that see, forget this year I said about purpose. Right. Let me chase the paper. Right. Let me chase the money. Right. Once God can bless me with the money, right. once I have money, I will find the fulfillment that I right. earn. And I love you pulling that scenario out, that real life story of the right. medical doctor. Right. And I'm gonna say it out, out there to anybody who will care to listen. Money is good. The Bible says it. money is a defense. The mm-hmm. Bible talks how good money is.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: I mean, and I'm gonna even correct that. The Bible does not say the money is bad. What the Bible says is bad is the love for money when right. money begins to control you. Right. But there's nothing wrong with getting money. There's nothing wrong right. with being rich. So, but just to emphasize like uh, Mr. Ike had said, money will never give you the satisfaction I purpose can really give you. So you can't substitute money for purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. I, I love something you point. I'm going to point, call a scripture. Matthew 46 and verse 10 says that, I make known the end of the beginning. Mm. I make known the end from the beginning, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. So God understands what is happening in a hundred years? You understand the best you can be. Right. And that is what, that's what purpose is. You understand what purpose is most befitting. And I'm going to talk about it. I want you to elaborate on that again. Because, you know, the notion people give us about purpose and why a lot of people run from purpose is that they make purpose seem like a weight. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. So when people talk about the purpose God has for you, it seems I see something that is going to be very inconvenient. What's uh, uh, what word I'm making very Inconveniently. inconvenience. Inconvenience is it's going to be very taxed. It's not something you're going to be so excited <laughs> about. So can you just talk about that a bit? What's your view on that? Because I know it's a common ideology.
0: Well, um, will will your purpose task you? Um, I would say definitely yes. The beginning part of it, right? Yeah. Thank you for saying <laughs> the that. The beginning part of it, yes, it's going to require a little bit of a lot of work, and in some cases, you yeah. know, it will require you bending over backwards. Because here's the thing: the Bible says God made man, God made man upright. Yes. But he has gone in search of many inventions. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. here's the thing. When the earth was created, the earth was perfect, but the fall of man introduced a lot of negativity such that thorns and thistles, the Bible says thorns and thistles will be what the earth will produce. So hey, here's the thing: You don't have to plant weeds, yes, but weeds naturally, naturally grow. comes out. Yes. You have to plant seeds. There's an effort, there's a little bit of effort that you got to put in mm-hmm. for seeds to come up, but you mm-hmm. don't have to put effort into weeds. In other words, what that means, bringing it closer home is because of the fact that the earth that we live in mm. is not perfect, okay? What that means is that you have to fight your way to the fulfillment of, of the purpose. mandate and purpose that God has Ooh, for glory. you. Glory! That's how it works. Glory! Because the earth is not perfect. I'm. I'm so happy <laughs> you are so real. You know, <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's it's
1: key. We say these things because we have a category of day tri- daydreamers. Right. You know, everybody says, "Okay, ah, oh, man, God, I oh, mean, God, my purpose is to be a mighty businesswoman." So, right. God has called me to to channel this and do that, and just one little challenge, we go back. Crying. One thing is setting in life, and that is challenges. Right. But guess what? What is more setting than challenges is the glory that comes if you right. wait.
0: Right.
1: But unfortunately, people don't want to go through the process. Mm-hmm. So people believe that ah, I have discovered my purpose. So I mean it's going to be easy. Right. Ah, God has called me to be this. Right. And I, I mean, God has called me to be the richest man in the world to <laughs> prove to people that you can be godly and yet be rich. <laughs> so, because of that, in your mind, Ogami, if you're listening to me, right, you are going to face demons. Right. You're going to face your personal right. demons. Let, right. l- let me let me uh, speak on that a bit. Right. Things you are going to fight on your way to purpose. You are going mm-hmm. to face your personal demons, mm-hmm. which is your character flaws. Mm-hmm. I tell people I very well. I say God is not going to give you what will destroy you. So the reason why you don't get most of the things that you desire is because you are not ready to mm-hmm. g- carry them. You don't mm-hmm. have the capacity. Mm-hmm. It's not that like God doesn't want to give mm-hmm. you a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. God wants to give you a Lamborghini mm-hmm. because when you drive a Lamborghini and they say that guy is tongue talking, mm-hmm. God fearing, and mm-hmm. that gives glory to God. Mm-hmm. But the reason why God cannot give you the Lamborghini is because you don't have the capacity. To carry it. Mm-hmm. if you have a hundred millionaire, will you still say Jesus is Lord Right, right. who knows maybe you have a billionaire that's <laughs> why so you realize that church takes too much time exactly. all these pastors say, so let know. me sit down in my house and the, the, the glory of God made manifest mm-hmm. are you getting mm-hmm. me so it's first of all you have the demons to fight the demons in you and the second thing is the demons in the world right and the third most important one, which is very common, is the ideology of comfort. The people right. around you wanting to, wanting, because you're going to go out of your comfort zone. You're going to, you're going to do beyond your capacity. Mm-hmm. But the people around you who love you so much, mm-hmm. wouldn't want you to go out of your comfort zone and say, hey, just take life easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all that. Then the most important, the demons of the world, whether we like it or not, when you're taking sectors and mountains to the, for the glory of God, you are fighting against the kings and the princes of those mountains. Right. So the right. devil's plan is to ensure that you do not fulfill the purpose of God upon your mm-hmm. life, because by doing that your life gives glory to God. Right. So we're going to go even deeper. And I'm going to ask you more questions, but before that, I'm going to open the lines now. You can call, give us your views or ask a question. The number to call is 07051836738. The number to call is 0705836738. I'll take you one last time. The number to call in case you want to be part of the conversation is 070-5183-6738. You can also send us a WhatsApp message on that number and we'll have your questions or have your contribution on the discussion. We're talking about purpose, discovering God's purpose for your life. Now, man of God, I'm going to go back to you again while we wait for calls and messages already coming in. And here's the question I'm going to talk again about discovering purpose. You know, I tell people, is it possible to have multiple purposes? This is a very common question. People say, that somebody says that, okay, uh, God has called me to this, God has called me to that. Is it possible to have multi-purposes? Mm. I don't know if there's a better word to use. Right. But what's your take on that, that, that ideology in general?
0: So here's the thing. The Bible says, and it was Paul speaking, he said the gifts mm. and the callings of God mm. are without repentance. Yes. The gifts, plural, the mm. callings, Singular. Mm. Purpose is the calling. Yes. The how to, the things that I have given you Woo. to equip you for the calling can be multiple. multiple. This is deep. But the calling is singular. <laughs> this is Every deep. human being on this earth, no matter where you are, in whatever way, shape or form that you, you know, see yourself, you have one calling. Mm. Listen, you might think it is small. But there is no calling that is a small calling. Mm. The Bible talks about the high calling that is in Christ. So every calling to the believer is a high calling. Yes. So because it is a high calling, you have been given gifts. Most of you can speak. You can sing. You know mm. how to analyze things. Your analytical you know, capacity. You know, your ability to learn things. You yes. know, your ability to... You know, those kind of things. They are gift things that are designed to help you fulfill the call. calling. Yes. Your calling is not multiple. You are called into a specific task. There is one thing that you need to discover. Ooh. And once you discover it and begin to manifest yourself and task yourself with the fulfillment mm. of it, these gifts that God has given you, you know, will begin to help you achieve the calling. Colin. That's how it works. It works. I, I'm so excited you say that. And If I'll be honest, I've
1: not seen it. I, I mean, so <laughs> a part of what you have said, I've known, but I've not seen it in this light, right. which is very, very key for me. Now, I'm going to also say this and add this to what he's saying because I've noticed a very common issue. You know, when people hear purpose and calling, what comes to their mind is being a pastor, being an evangelist. Mm-hmm. And I tell people it's deeper than that. Right. Not everybody will be on the pulpit. But guess what? Everybody's life should give God glory. Right. So you And, and I love the way you say the, the examples you gave. Your life can give God glory even from not being a pastor. Right. But So let me use that to even further describe or, or define or maybe just put light on what purpose is. So purpose is that thing God has created you for mm-hmm. that gives glory to God. Mm-hmm. So if God has called you to be a financial guru, to prove to the world that you can do you can be a financial guru and not be a launderer of money. So you're setting, you are, you are setting a path for the next generation that people will see you. And, you know, I have a friend of mine whose father used to be a director in NNPC. And when the president had come in and become president, all the directors were, were dropped down in that particular uh, subsidiary of NNPC. Only that man was kept because the man was prudent. I remember there was a time we were talking about, okay, can we come and get contract? He was like, I don't know. I don't do all that. This is a high-level person in the oil sector. But the man was prudent. Right. And the man's life was preaching a message. Right. That people will see that man and see that it is possible to be wealthy without going through uh, corners. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of God. So the purpose of God is beyond the pulpit. Mm. For everyone, there were people who walked with God in the Bible who didn't do pulpit ministry. Right. I'll give you one that I love so much: Joseph of Arimathea. Mm-hmm. The Bible said that he was a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. a strong man, but nobody ever heard him preaching. But the man was influential in the right. city so much so that he could demand. The Bible said he didn't ask the governor. He didn't say, please give me Jesus. But the Bible said he demanded. Right. That's a man of authority. Right. And he was fulfilling his purpose for God. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of God is beyond the popular ministry. Right. God is looking for people to send to the fashion world. Right. What is going on in the fashion world today? Right. You have to be naked to dress to be dressed or be, to, be, to be properly dressed, to be, to be uh, fly or to be drip. That's the word, right? Drip. Mm-hmm. To be drip, you have to be half naked. So God is setting people's hearts, taking them into those, distri- to, to those sectors, to reversionalize those sectors and give that sector glory to God or, or make that sector give God glory. I, I don't know do you want to add on that, on that conversation on, on purpose because I, I think it's, we, we do it a lot. When we talk purpose, all that comes to our mind is the fivefold ministry, the apostles, the teachers, the preachers, the evangelists. And right. the prophets, Right. But I believe it's beyond that. And I know it's beyond that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, the place I referenced before, Psalm 40, verse 7, you know, where the Bible says, Lo, I come, the volume of the books, it is written of me to do your will. Yes. Um. If you look at Ephesians chapter 4, 11, and 12, the Bible says he himself gives some to be apostles, prophets, mm. evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Yes. In verse 12, you know, you understand why the Bible says he gives some. He said... For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Yes, yes. In other words, the fivefold ministry is meant to equip the saints for the work of the ministry out of the the church system into the society. Yes, sir. (laughs) My pastor says something. He says there are seven mountains and it's in in the scriptures like that. Yes, yes. There are seven mountains of influence. Yes, sir. The believers are expected to ascend these mountains. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1, the Bible says, it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house will be exalted above all the other hills. And all of the other hills will come to the mountain of the Lord's house. And they will say to each other, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord's house. For there we will learn this and Mm. that. Mm. That is what it means that the mountain of the Lord's house when the mountain is exalted yes, sir. it gets exalted the advancement Ooh. of the kingdom of God on earth is the advancement of the people of God in these sectors yes, yes sir yes sir so the bible says the bible says no man lights a light and puts Put it, it under the... a bushel nobody what it means is that god wants as many of his children as possible, who can begin to take responsibility for these sectors to ascend? The yes. Bible says in Obadiah chapter one, verse nine. The Bible yes. says, "And saviors shall come from Mount Zion, and get on upon the and 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 chase out the, the, the mountain of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's." In other words, in other words. Your fulfillment of your purpose Ooh. in a sector, in one of the seven you know, mountains of influence, is you declaring to this mountain, I am taking you for the kingdom of our Lord Jesus and the Lord God. You, you, you know, that is what, that's what you do when you, take, when you begin to fulfill purpose. And that's why the moment a man decides to fulfill purpose, it is almost as if the hordes of hell come out I against him. him. Oh, against her, you you know, you said something
1: and it's so prophetic. I feel I feel the power of God uh, when you spoke about Badaia talking about the fact that, out in terms of taking mountains, yes. you know, there was a time I was so puzzled about the political terrains, right? And I remember studying and going with God. And one of the things God told me he said in Nigeria, when uh, the first republic had started in '99, Christians were taken away from politics because the church, quote unquote, I remember those days. I mean, I was a bit much younger. If you say you want to go into politics in the church, the church might even excommunicate you. Because the notion there of politicians were people that were killing, uh, doing uh, rituals, to Mm -hmm. get into positions. Mm -hmm. So we had looked away from that mountain of leadership Mm -hmm. so much so that what we have now that populates the mountain of leadership are people that are bankrupt of ethics. People that don't understand what leadership is all about. And when you began to spoke, one of the things that sprung up in my spirit was the fact that God is beginning to set people, bringing people out. And it's my prayer, wherever you are, you're listening to us right now. Leadership is a calling. Leadership is a calling. There are people that God is setting to take over the senatorial, the governatorial, the presidential, that the things will be right. Right. If a nation is not working right, it's because there's no voice of God speaking. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tell people very well the story of Joseph. The king could not, the pharaoh could not do anything. But when a man whose calling was, was leadership came, the things began to work. Right. So it would be foolishness to think that you don't need God to function in leadership. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that before they take those offices, before they take signed deals and go into policies, they go to God and say, Father, what will you have us do? Right, right. Should this policy be enacted? Should this order be enacted? Because God, like we read in Isaiah, he sees the end from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So God begins to speak to these people who have been calling to ministry. I say, no, no, don't, don't do that diplomatic. Time. It's going to affect your nation. Mm-hmm. Don't do that dividing of the dollar mm-hmm. or the narrow, Don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't do that particular fund or that thing. But mm-hmm. where are those people? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. what happened is that we have crawled into our shell. And you know one of the things the devil does, and this is one of the plans of the devil in this end time, as regards fighting people fulfilling their purpose, I tell them very well, I say, a job can be an enabler or become an enslaver. Yes. You know, we are so concerned about the 9-5, to we are so concerned about the security of putting food on the table that we do refuse to chase our purpose.
0: Listen, the thing is that even the concern about putting food on the table, yes, the, that fundamental thinking is wrong because yes. you do not own yourself. Yes. And I think believers need to understand that primarily you do not own yourself. The Bible yes. says... And when God formed Adam, he put him in a garden. Mm. Adam did not come into the garden to begin to garden the garden. God gave it to him. God gave him the garden that was already garden. But God said to him, tend this garden and keep it. In other words, there were fruits. There was food there. Mm. But God said to Adam, the responsibility of continuing this garden lies with you. Mm. In other words, each time Adam took, you know, let's assume fruit because it's a garden. He had to plant it because he was thinking about the future, not about the present. Yes. And I think a lot of people get sidelined when we talk about purpose. People think about the same thing that the Lord Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 told us not to think about what shall we eat, what yeah, shall we yes, yes, yes. Where with us shall we be I think I think believers need to take those thoughts out of their heads because mm. the Lord Jesus said to us, you don't need to do this because the Father himself knows that you have need of these things. Yes. In other words, begin to think about the kingdom. Yes, when yes. you begin to think about the kingdom you are positioning yourself to fulfill and fructify the mandate of god on your life and god, and, begins, to and god begins to provide yes yes you know that's the thing and, and and we need we need to we need to get that sorted Ooh. out we Ooh. need to get that sorted out as believers as children of god as people who are on a mandate as people who know that we are fulfilling the purpose of oh god. god the purpose of God is an instruction, sort of the, like the instruction of a king yeah. that is accompanied with haste, that must be fulfilled Filled. with haste. It's not something that you sit upon and you basically <sighs> assume that if I don't do it, he will understand. The Bible says in the book of Revelations, and books were opened, Open. and yes. a book was opened. In other words, if you look at that and you understand it with, with Psalm 40, that the Lord Jesus referenced in the words of, Uh, in the words of the writer of Hebrews, in Hebrews 10, 7, he said, For lo, I come, in the volume of the books, books. it is written of me. In other words, the book was written before you came. Yes. What will be judged will be what you did after you got to earth. Mm. In other words, this is who you are. This is what you're supposed to do when you get to earth. Mm. This is what you did after your time on earth. Let us now... Harmonize the books. If we begin to look at life from these lenses, then we will see that. Wow, wow! This is this has been a very deep session <laughs> because a lot of time. We're
1: gonna have you again in, in this Absolutely. month because yes, I don't sir. think this is enough, and I can't yeah. believe we are almost running out of time. <laughs> but we're gonna have you again, and we're gonna talk about this. But here's the things I want you to take about before we make a couple of announcements and close this is one of the things he said. If you begin to realize that you are not your own, God was one who created you. Right. You begin to stop to worry about how you feed and how you eat you are god so god will take care of you but what will make you credible for god's peril is in your ability to fulfill his purpose for you Mm -hmm. so go after that purpose go beyond that fear that voice in your mind that tells you that if i do this in how will i survive survival is not meant for you Mm -hmm. we are called to be a glorious Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. amen we're not meant to be survivors. For we that are of this kingdom, Absolutely. I'm gonna. It's two more minutes. Um, I'm gonna have you see your last parting words. Then I just give an announcement. And we
0: just pray and we close. Both. What's your last word you want for anyone listening out there just want to last parting words? Um, if you want to discover your purpose, go back to the creator that made you, go back to the Lord Jesus. If yes. you haven't given your life to the Lord Jesus, I enjoin you to do that. Yes. The Bible says those that name the name of the Lord shall be saved. So yes. give your life to the Lord Jesus. Then we can begin to talk about you fulfilling, fulfilling purpose. your purpose because when you're not un- aligned and in alignment with him. You cannot fulfill your purpose. purpose. It is just what it is. is. You know. Wow,
1: (laughs) powerful words. And on that note, I just want wherever you are listening, the Bible says in Romans, it says, just with mouth one confessor and believing in the heart. And that is all it takes. To accept Jesus in your life and start a new part. So wherever you are, I just want to give your life to Christ Jesus. Just repeat that me. say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my life. Accept into my life. To be my savior. To be my savior. And my Lord. And my Lord. From today. From today. Sin has no, sin has no power, over me. power over me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus if you pray name. that prayer and you have believed in your heart, that's all it takes. You have started a new part. And it's the best part you can take in this life. I just want you to know. That God loves you, God loves you, and He has you at heart. And per eventually you have said that and you just want someone to pray with you or talk with you or even have talked to, talk to IKE and all that. I'm going to give you a number to call. The number to call is 70 I'll take that one more time. The number to call is 70 three years. So I want you to go on Instagram look for Ike na I D K Aya DK. I K
0: A N Y A D I K E. Oh can you say that again? I K A N Y D I K K A. I K A N D K.
1: Yeah, I just want you to do that, follow him, an awesome man of God doing great things. And I'll take this last announcement before we go. Now, this program is fully sponsored by the Triumphant Family, TTF Abuja. You can follow us on social media. It's basically a non-denominational fellowship that that meets twice in, in the city of Abuja every first and last Sunday. But most importantly, as part of our purpose, we do an outreach, and we're doing one at the end of this the 25th of uh, July, we're doing an outreach in Pape, and our our hope or our goal for that outreach is to be able to support a hundred family, give them foodstuffs, treat medically, and pray and see how we could be a blessing. So, Paraventure, you want to be a part of that. If you live in the city of Papi, you want to volunteer to be part of it, or you want to even give to it, or you want to even pray with us, the number to call is the same 70 5183 I'll take you one last time, 070-5183. 83673. Thank you for listening. God bless you. My name is Pastor Enoch.
0: God bless you all.
1: God bless you.